Shut up and sit down. Business Bros is your show, where small business professionals just like you come to tell their stories. This podcast is for those who understand the number one rule in business, which is to be of service to others. Learn how today's professionals generate leads, what's working on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of those who are out there doing the real work. And now let's welcome your hosts, Hernan CS, the real estate bro with EXP Realty, the cloud-based brokerage where top producers reign, and James CS, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, making sure you are covered because there's a lot riding out there. And now here are the business bros. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. Yeah, <laughs> I always, love that. Always love it when the guests hop on. I'm in. I'm in. Someone get shy. No. Yeah, dude. No, believe me, it happens. You, you ever you ever meet some of those people who are like really talkative? Yeah. Well, those people, you get them behind the mic and all of a sudden they're like. Clam up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what to say. I do see that. I see that out there a lot. It's like, dude, you're on, dude, you talk all day long and then you put a <laughs> mic in their face and it's just silence. Silence. It's amazing to me, really. Yeah. By the way, the guy who's talking, Jason Cassidy. What's up? Yeah, special we make guest sure. today. Special, special guest. guest today. And, uh, you know, I was doing my little bit of research that I do before the podcast interview. And I was like, man, I got a little celebrity on the show. Oh, He's humble. That. He's humble. He ain't going to say nothing, but... Uh, we'll you, talk about it. Yeah, you're at the top of your game right now, man. You've been you've been grinding for quite some time now. I'm trying, yeah, man. Yeah, this is uh, it's my sixth year in the business and uh, growing to finally put together a team now. And uh, yeah, it seems like things are going really well, but so much more to go. Oh, dude. Uh, yeah, tell so us a little bit more. about your team, your uh, brokerage. Tell us about what you do and where you come from. Yeah, yeah. we want your origin story, dude. The origin I mean, story. So. Everybody sees. Jason Cassidy right now at the top of his game, but where where did you come from? Yeah. How did you hop on the scene? Just but also, that? but also, let's be honest: the best Iron Man movie is the first one because it, origin yeah. stories, origin man. stories are the best, right? <laughs> for sure, for yeah, sure. Yeah, so, what's funny. yours? So that's funny you mentioned that. So I came out to San Diego about 2010. I'm from Sacramento, born and raised in Northern California. Moved down here when I was about 24. I managed a Wells Fargo bank for a couple of years. That's why I moved here uh, as a branch manager. I hated it. That's funny, man. I'm a Wells Fargo guy too. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. I was a branch manager. I hated it. I wanted to get into finance. And then somebody along the way told me, you're a people person. You should be a branch manager. Yeah, of and course. I, yeah. I, that's the natural progression. Natural right? thing. <laughs> I got in there and I hated it. It sucked. And so basically I was glorified babysitting to a certain extent. I mean, I do, you know, I love my team and stuff like that, but it was, you know, you're just kind of, you're not an individual producer anymore. You're just, you know, worried about, you know, kind of just coming in there and just running the store yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah. I, it just wasn't my thing. Right. And so all the times I would find myself, you know, dreaming about what it is I could do to not only, you know, uh, uh, make more money, but also have a little bit more freedom in my schedule, be a more of an entrepreneur. I had that bone in my body and, uh, and, and real estate was the, the natural progression of that. So I, I got my license and actually I, uh, I interned. So I interned for about six months, uh, after while getting my license with, uh, with a boutique, like a family shop down here in downtown San Diego. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up working there for about two years doing some property management and real estate. And then uh, year three, I switched to another family brokerage, um, and started growing my business, started getting some deals under my belt, you know, doing, uh, you know, 15, 20 deals a year. So actually putting some numbers on the board. And then this last year, we, uh, our team just moved over and we were, you know, partnered up and acquired by Compass. So, uh, and, and now we're on to big, big things. Dude, let me, let me drill down a little bit on what you said. Cause I, you know, they, a lot of agents that we talk to are usually newer in the game. Uh, most people don't know, but uh, we have an insurance company, and one of our partners is actually the owner of, of Micros Financial Training Center. So they do a lot of licensing for yeah. new agents, mm-hmm. right? And so we get to talk to a lot of people who are just about to get in the game. 
And anytime I talk to a top producing agent, yeah. you guys tend to have something uh, in common that that you kind of overlook, and that's when you got into the game, you you interned, yeah, right. You got in and you followed somebody who had already been successful, yeah, yeah. And that's kind of one of those little things that that gets overlooked. Like I um, I teach part time at East Lake High, mm-hmm. right? I teach a class called Financial Algebra, and one of the things that I I I preach to them is is go out and use this time to mentor with somebody whatever it is you want to do i don't care what it is you want to do go out and mentor them gary v says a lot of the same thing right dude go be an intern in whatever it is that you're going to do because that's who you want to be and they're already successful at it that's they're going to you know everything that you learn in osmosis just by being around successful people is is huge it's there is no price tag on that big time there's the one of the biggest missteps i see new agents come in doing they're really focused on their split or what what can you do for me right out of the gate and you know what i mean it's they're going to choose some brokerage because they're going to get 70 30 on their split instead of another brokerage where they would have mentorship out 50 50 right but it's like oh seven you know 100 of nothing still nothing you know what i mean so it's like simple you, math, right? Simple math. If you can get in on a 50-50 split with a top producer and do 20 deals your first year, you're going to be in a much more advantageous position than doing being on a 100% split but only doing two deals. Right. Because that's kind of how your natural progression goes when you start is you don't have a lot of clients. So it's uh, it, looking back, I would say that the best thing you could possibly do is to get onto a high-performing team or under a good mentor can you swear on this podcast? Yeah, go for yeah. it. Man. Fuck a split. Like that's what I said. Do not worry. Do not worry about your split initially because in those early years, all you need to be do like doing is transactions, transactional Absolutely. equity. You're building your clients. You're getting reviews. You're building past clients. You're getting referrals. That's it. And I would I would go back and do it again. I would probably even be willing to take no split, less, way less split. Work at twenty percent split to go work under the biggest names in San Diego. I probably would have been further than where I am now. Yeah, if just, I had done just that the right. networking connections alone are the doors that are open because you've stepped foot in the industry you've yep. walked in the shadow of the giants like there's yep. something to be said about that for sure yep i mean there's there's no way that you can be i mean you can reinvent the wheel sure right sure you can yeah but why 80 percent or like 87 percent of agents don't make it through the first two years that's just the raw stats from nar and it's because they try to go at it alone and they're worried about the split and then they end up doing two deals and you can't make a living on 20 grand a year or whatever oh, that ends up being you need to do 10 plus deals to really get the financial kind of like under your belt and to do that in your first couple of years you're gonna have to be on a team yeah i like stats because yeah. you throw out a stat and no matter what it is people believe yeah it, right? exactly <laughs> well, but, but i did hear a stat that said uh 80 of the homes that are going to be sold uh, in five years are going to be by agents that don't even have their license yet. Yep. And that's because, you know, I mean, a license lasts four years before you have to, you know, do your CE and get yep. it renewed. Yep. Most people drop out in two. Yep. Right? It's, it's, it's like 87. It might be closer to 90%. I remember the last time I saw that stat, it was 87% of people don't make it through the first two years in the business. And well, you know what? I think it depends also on the market, right? I mean, we just are finishing up a big seller's market. Yep. So easy to make a commission. The, in the last market. five years, it's been very easy to be a real estate agent. Oh, dude. If, you know what I mean? You, <laughs> you just get need your to, license you and put need a sign to get the listing, which is <laughs> the tough it. part. But then if you can get the listing, you just put it on the market and it sells 10% over the last listing and multiple offers in the first weekend. And you look like a G. And you look like a G. And you yeah. get paid. And you get paid off of it, right? <laughs> that's not going to be the case coming into the next two or three right. years, though, because we're going to have to go through a market shift here. And that's when the uh, the cream rises to the top. So we'll see. I mean, even to a certain extent, this will be my first market correction and, and my sixth year in the business. Mm-hmm. And so even, you know, at night with my wife, I'm like, well, am I that bad agent? What if I don't make it through this market correction? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it, it remains to be seen. But I think the last five years has been very easy to be a real estate agent. So now we'll see. Who gets to hang out through this next couple of years? Yeah, no, I mean, you, so what you're saying, if I'm hearing you right, is 
you actually have to have some skills coming up in the next few years. Hundred percent. You yeah. you know that that you know those those two words short sale. Yeah. Right. Those yep. things are going to come back. Yeah. Price reductions. Yeah. You should be able to talk to a client and actually have an uncomfortable conversation. Hundred percent. You might have to negotiate your commission. You could be working with a client mm-hmm. where they're going to make no money on the sale of the transaction, but you're still going to make a commission. Yep. Like how do you explain that yeah, to somebody? For right? sure. Hundred percent. It's different than just you know hey yeah your home is worth half a million dollars sure we'll put it on the market and see what happens. Yeah. Let's I mean, take a, a shot. Let's take a shot. Shot and you get multiple offers first weekend, no matter what, with iPhone photos and whatever. Like, oh, that, yeah. you've been able to get away with that for the last uh-huh. five years. It's not going to be the case moving forward into 2019, 2020. Dude, I 100% agree. Training is important. Yeah. I mean, that's probably what one of the biggest things that we loved about when we started our podcast is we spent a lot of time at the beginning just doing nothing but sales training, going back to the basics. I mean, there's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that we do on social media now because. People have been telling us, you need to do this, you need to do this, you need to do this, right? And everybody, I think 2019 is one of those big video years. Everybody wants to do video. Everybody wants to do video, right? Big time. But the problem I see with that is, it's to me, that's an easy button lead generation source. It's not a lead. I don't even want to call it lead generation. I think it supplements lead generation. Yeah. I don't think it's a main thing. I think that's still the core thing is picking up the phone, knocking on the doors, right? If you're not capable of doing that. I think you're going to suffer in the next couple of years. hundred percent. Yeah. There's the, that's the, the, the meat and potatoes of the whole thing is picking up the phone and calling your people, calling your leads, calling your clients, whatever, you know, getting in touch with them, whether it be through door knocking or holding client events or whatever, shaking hands, kissing babies, doing the, the meat yeah. and potatoes of all of it. <laughs> that, that's going to go away. Now, if you have a different medium to generate some leads and let people see into your soul, like through vlogging, through video, even stuff better. like that, even better. Right. But that's not the meat and potatoes. Pick no. up the phone, calling your leads, calling your clients, following up, dropping by, dropping off pies, whatever you your thing is you got to do it and we say it over and over again leads are, are worthless appointments are have value right? i've i've generated more leads in the last five years than i know what to do with and the thing is is there was especially early on i was cherry picking the leads and stuff uh-huh. and then i would follow up with some leads like you know three months later four months later and they go oh, we already bought you know yeah. what i mean because i wasn't following up enough exactly. that was probably stumbling out of the block early those were the l's i took early wait, on wait did you hear that listeners he didn't follow up enough 100 percent can you ever really follow up enough is no, the question. No, 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 right? no, absolutely. That's, that, those were the L's I took early on, those learning experiences. Those were the L's I took because I wasn't following up. And then it, that's a very tough thing to stomach when you, you finally bolster up the the uh, the whatever the clout to call somebody and you call them up and they already bought with someone else Dude, because you didn't you follow up. You deflate really quick. Deflate <laughs> really bad, yeah. I don't even want to pick up the phone. But dude, that's why you didn't get it is because you didn't because pick up the phone. Because you didn't pick up the phone. That's it. That is the key to this business. Don't like, no matter what someone going to say put your picture on your business card that's the key to that no 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 no. the p is pick up the fucking phone (laughs) follow up absolutely dude absolutely so you know i was watching i was going through your facebook feed and i i saw i stumbled upon an interview you had where you were going back and forth with this agent about zillers zillow's uh instant offer program yeah right and uh one of the things i got out of it was this guy was really upset because because zillow is practicing a business model that he felt was hurting agents and I, and and you know he was he was basically saying that the instant offer program uh is a facade and it's it's a lie it's a bait and switch right and i was kind of sitting back thinking why are you pointing fingers at what somebody else is doing why are not why aren't you like taking oh, it you're taking talking about the um the the debate thing I did yes. with the the guy from Arizona the uh, yeah. the real estate guy uh, Stop Zillow guy yes the Stop Zillow that. guy right? I remember that okay go and, ahead and Sorry. so and so you know my my thing was that's one of those that's one of those like 
to me, that's not like a five-year-old argument, right? Yeah. Look what he did. Look what he did. Look what he did. Stop pointing at the other person and look in the mirror and yeah. kind of say, well, what am I doing to enhance my business, to grow what I, to grow myself as a, as an individual, to be of service to other people, 100%. right? It had nothing to me. I mean, kudos to Zillow. They're out there trying to do what's good for them they're, in they're, the best interest not, of their they're, business. They're not a nonprofit, no, right? They're, doing, right? They're, they're putting in features to their company, their site to get clients to come back to their site to yes, sell more advertising space. Exactly. It's legitimately their entire business model. Right. They're, and, not, a or they're not a nonprofit. No, uh, of course they're making a profit. If you're an agent that's being offended by that because you're worried about where your business is going, you're, you're wasting a lot of energy and time you on already the wrong lost. thing. You already lost. Your it, mindset's in the wrong spot. 100%. There's, it, you said you're into Gary Vee. I mean, yeah. Gary Vee will say that, you know, when you have something you feel offended, he'll just say, and? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and? So, like, I should, what I should have done looking back is let, like, let this guy do his entire argument and say, Zillow's coming for our business, this, 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 and just should have said, and? and? Like, what do you, what, and now what? Now what are you going to do about it? You know what I mean? Are you exactly. going to cry about it? Are you going to go on national talk shows and cry about how Zillow's kind of trying to come and take your business? Or are you going to adapt and you're going to realize how you could use this for your benefit? You know what I mean? You're going to use this. I, I, I take the Zillow's estimate into every listing presentation I go into mm -hmm. to say, hey, by the way, here's the Zillow's estimate. I, I want you to know this, not because it's an appraisal, but because your buyers are probably looking at this too. So here's right. how we're going to attack it to try to, you know, there's some things you can do to get that estimate up, or there's some things you can do. Mm. And using that in the listing presentation is using it to my advantage, right. as opposed to the majority of other agents that I hear saying, well, Zillow's estimate, don't listen to that. You're yeah. telling your client not to do something that they're already doing. Learn how to adapt on that. Or like, I'm we, just going to say, I'm just going to pop in here really quick. Cause like I said, I'm the dummy. Uh, that is gold right there uh, to use the Zillow's estimate as part of your pre-listing package. hundred percent. That's gold. Yeah. Cause that yes, little tidbit, 160 million active users every month or whatever. Your clients are using Zillow. Doesn't matter if they're right or wrong. Correct. Their people are looking. Yeah, for sure. And be able to explain to them why that number is what it is and be able to differentiate between that and an appraisal and then help them understand how to utilize it for their benefit don't yes. bitch about it exactly it's, it's funny i laugh at it but too often and you're gonna see more and more and more of that as the market changes yeah you know time. like i like i i always uh part of my coaching organization what, what they said is if Zillow's doing an instant offer program using specific number of investors, why don't you have an instant offer program? 100%. And now right? you might not have the tech background to build out the instant offer platform, but you know you can align yourself. It, that's another funny thing because you, so Opendoor is really the company that started that. So yeah. Opendoor is the investor company that can give you an instant cash offer. They buy your house and then they flip it up and then they resell it. They're flippers. Um, WeBuyUglyHomes.com. That's been around for a long yeah. time. Like that's been there for for a long time. Nothing new. Open Door came around, and they're still, you know, this Southwest. So they're in like Arizona, Texas, stuff like that. They're the ones who are actually building this program to eliminate real estate agents. So their whole thing is they actually buy from you and then resell without the real estate agent. They're their own company. Yeah. Zillow saw the opportunity because people were using that service. They started instant offers, so where you, people can go, they they're like, we already have all the foot traffic right. or the web traffic, so you can go in there, you can get a free cash offer from one of their investors, and then they're going to relist the home with a Zillow premier agent. So Zillow's actually incorporating us as real estate agents yeah. into their system if you're a premier, if agent. You're a premier agent. And then so the, in 2018, 
Coldwell Banker, Keller Williams, Compass, every other one of these brokerages is now starting their own iBuyer program. Because it just makes sense. I mean, you're a real estate agent. You deal with investors all the time. You deal 100%. with flippers all the time, right? Yeah. They want pocket listings. There's people in that niche market that just need to get out of this property. They yep. don't want to deal with all the all the tidbits of what it takes to actually buy and sell a home. They yep. just, look, give me this price. I don't care if it's below market. Just get me paid and get me out. That is 5 to 10% of the market. I don't. It's not even there yet. It's like 2 to 3% but I could see about five to 10% of the market across the country eventually using some sort of program like that. Redfin now, Redfin does it now too. It's called Redfin now. Um, it's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. It's for someone who inherited a house in Miami and they live in Phoenix and they don't want to go out to Miami to sell that house. They're just going to sell it. They'll take a 10% haircut on it just to get a wire transfer in their account in seven days because they inherited Grammy's house and they don't want to go fix it up and sell it. That's who Zillow Instant offers for. They're not there to take away your listing in the sense they may take some of your business because of that, but get better. And now yeah. what? Like, and that's, exactly. Right. And besides, you're the real estate agent, right? It's your job to stay top of mind with people around you and their sphere of influence. If you're doing your job and they know you have different ways of doing business, there's no need for them to go look on Zillow. 100%. There's no need for them to go to Redfin. They're just going to come to you and say, hey, what's my best option? Yep. And you can lay that out. I really like the fact that if you have built-in relationships with flippers and investors when you come to your listing appointment you're like you know here's everything that's going on here's the market by the way if you just want to deal with this and get out here's an offer right here right now yeah. that you can accept yep. and you know it's below market but you choose the day you want to get out you choose the day we want to fund you, they'll help you move out you know there's all the kinds of benefits and most of the time sellers are gonna say no that's not for me yeah but every once in a while you're gonna have somebody that says you know what? That's a good idea. I, I don't even want to deal with this. Yep. You know, I'll, I'll do that. It's not going to take real estate agents out of business. If, if anything, it's going to eliminate wholesalers out of the business. You know right. what? It's going to impact their business a little right. bit, but that's not my business. That's not. And what are they going to do? They're going to find something else to do. <laughs> exactly. And you know what I mean? It's like the, it's the, it's the very low, low end of the real estate totem pole that is going to get affected by that type yes. of thing. Um, everybody else is going to step their game up and provide value like they should be anyways to their clients. And if you can, if you can articulate out your value, your, your unique selling proposition and why working with you is better than going to Zillow Instant Offers, you'll always have a place in this world. 100%. If you can't, you're dead. You're done anyways. Just hang them up now. Just get yeah. out, right? If you can't articulate your value for 5% or 6% over someone else for 4% or Instant Offers, you're done already. But nitty gritty, dude, that's sales. Yep. Uh-huh. That's what sales is. A hundred percent. That's right? always been what sales matter, is. It doesn't matter if it's a real estate agent. doesn't matter if it's an insurance agent. doesn't matter if you're selling Cutco knives. That's it. Right? It's just providing value yep. and you need to be able to articulate that value or you're not in sales. There's every, we, we like to say in the office, everybody knows four to five real estate agents, like in your sphere. Just yes. think about your high yes. school and like people on your Facebook. You probably know between three and five Facebook or real estate agents. So when they're ready to sell, why are they going to call you? Like what what's going to make them call you? What's your unique sale proposition that's going to get them to call you? That's just been sales for all of time I'll t- though. I'll tell you what it is. It's an F word. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, follow up. Yeah, follow up. Pick, <laughs> pick up the phone. Pick up right? the phone. That's yeah. a PH word, but close. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Follow up. But really that's what it comes down to right 100%. i mean it's your job to stay top of mind I, I i it really bugs me when i talk to an agent they're like oh yeah he told me he's gonna call me when he's ready no, no he's not yeah no nope. he's not no you're only as good until they see they go on to zillow and then they see someone else you right. know what i mean you got to stay top of mind you have to stay top of mind yep dude i mean one of the best people who does that is gary v and you're gonna be talking at an event coming up yeah yeah, dude, yeah. Tell me, dude, first of all 
how the hell do you get on stage, <laughs> right, and and get in front of people? Because that's one of those things that that I was telling James over here that I wanted to start doing. Do is it's a little more public speaking, a little yep. more training, because yep. uh, I'm part of a coaching organization, right? So I want to be able to get in front of more people. Yeah. But your stage is grand. Yeah. yeah. So you got to tell me how you got. I mean. I understand everything's progression. It's, do a little bit at a time. It's progression. Yeah, so, it's, it's it's years in the making. So with with Agent Twenty One or Twenty Twenty One specifically, and so for anybody that doesn't know, Gary V hosts uh, an annual conference. This is his second year down in Miami. Uh, it's a one day conference. Tickets are a thousand dollars. Like it's it's no it's no bullshit. Like you yeah, got to get a, in, and it's very tactical too, as opposed to you know the bigger Inmans and stuff, which you know they'll have the CEO of Redfin come on and talk about Redfin. Gary's is going to be like, this is how you run an Instagram swipe up ad to your yes. farm. You know what I mean? It's very yes. tactical, which is exactly what I like. Um, and so with that, basically last year when he, he ran the conference, I actually submitted. So, I mean, I went and got it. So I submitted it. I'm like, Hey, I, I would love to speak. You know, here's a couple things I think I could weigh in on. Didn't hear back. Didn't hear one word. Cause I think, I mean, they had a lineup already yeah. by the time I wrote in agent 20 to 21 for 2018 comes out. I did the same thing. I wrote in as like, Hey, I would love to speak. About a month later, they finally got back to me and said, hey, we might have a spot on this panel for you. Please submit two uh, examples of you speaking on stage before. So now this is where you have to go back because now you have to 2017, have <laughs> I spoke on stage at Inman Connect in San Francisco. And then 2016, I spoke on stage at a Zillow Premier Agent Forum here in San Diego. So I And I recorded those. So I had both the images or both the videos of those two speaking stages. So I was able to submit those in getting on stage at Inman wasn't easy. I had to be a writer for them for two years before. So this, you're talking years of yeah. stuff that like parlayed into having even the cachet to get into the agent Gary, you know, to Gary just be Beast. considered. Correct. And then, so they took a look at the two videos. They, you know, they said, Hey, here's the panels about Instagram, using Instagram for your business. Th then I assume they checked out my Instagram, which is also five years of content on Instagram, yes. you know, 12,000 followers or whatever. That's it's all vanity numbers, but good engagement. And so they can see That's that it's not for. fake. You're like, yeah. okay, okay, this guy knows what the hell he's talking about. Do you actually respond when people comment? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm in there commenting for five years on every post that I do. And so they're able to see that and say, okay, not only has he have an extremely good track record a very great following on instagram he's got speaking engagements and speaking stage stuff we can go ahead and put this guy on the panel yeah, and that's I'm, and that's but this none of this happens if i didn't reach out to them right if right. i didn't go get it i mean not just that if you weren't legit because first of all i mean you can have twelve thousand followers on on instagram right but you like every comment yeah <laughs> you know what i mean you're not responsive yeah you're not talking to them you just have you know fancy pictures and and nice sayings right it's not or really, it's or it's all bought you know you run into that a lot like i mean there's there's a lot of it of uh, even agent accounts and stuff like that that have yeah. like you know a hundred thousand followers but then they have like a hundred likes on their thing or they have no comments it's like well that's not real engagement they probably right. bought the followers and so, that, that, that's so the there's biggest thing. <clears throat> there's an, an engagement there's a genuineness yep. uh, involved in all of that and also it's that extra step that you took to actually take action and say hey I want to be a part of this and not just once but twice you're yeah. following up following yeah. up following up yeah. again because I know it was a goal of mine because I look up to Gary if you just like you do you know I've been ingesting his uh, content like a sponge for five years and so like this has always been on like once I saw that he had a real estate related conference I knew I wanted to be up there yeah. and so that's something that it was yeah it was on my goal board so I did what I had to do I just I, I, emailed out the speakers and I, you know, I, I didn't give up when they didn't call me back last year. I did it again. Same thing with Inman to get on the stage at Inman. I had to reach out and submit a speaker form. And then, you know, by the fact that I was writing for them for the last two years, that's why I was able to get on the stage there. So it's, it's progression, man. But then you also have to go get it. Yeah, no, for sure. Our coaching organization, the Tim and Julie Harris, I don't mm -hmm. know if you've ever heard, I've of heard them. of them. They do Inman. Uh, they were on Inman featured like their coaching podcast or something right. was, was featured on yeah, there a couple huge times. Coaching program. Yeah. So that I'm, I'm a uh, certified 
that I coach through their program. Oh, cool. And so, you know, they, they, they're always talking about how Inman has been really good at trying to stay off the bias, just straight facts. They try. Right? Yeah, they try, yeah. They try, yeah. And so, you know, it's kind of cool to hear that, you know, you were writing for them. I mean, yeah. that's that's... Again, dude, the, these are little tidbits of information that people don't know. They're going to see that you're going to be speaking at the 2021 event. Yeah. But understanding what it took to get there Correct. is huge, And there's, man. there's another layer to it because there's a, a lot of time spent throughout my now five years or whatever, if it's five and a half years of career of writing blogs for Inman mm-hmm. that... That's not a money-making activity right away. No. I wasn't getting deals off of writing, but I knew that long-term, part of what I wanted to do is be seen as an industry influencer by year 10, 12, 15, you know, something right, like that right. I wanted You're to be seen You're playing the long as game. A, correct. And yes. so you, you, there's, there's a lot of... But you don't do that at the expense of your deals too. So that you just have to work twice as hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you have to work, you know, Gary always says you have your, your extra hustle, your late night hustle from 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. That's yeah. your late night hustle. That's a lot of late nights staying up past midnight, writing blogs or, you know, doing the, like this type Editing of stuff. Editing your content. Editing content. Right. I, we talked about this, I, like, I, you know, I have a vlog going now, but in 2017 episodes one through 10, I was just doing it myself through iMovie and stuff like mm-hmm. that. That's a lot of late nights that led to get to where this right. is. You know? Well, you know, I mean, dude, talking to you has made me feel a lot better because yeah. <laughs> I've only been, uh, Gary, I've only gotten introduced to Gary Vee, I'd say in the last, it, it had to be last year. Oh, it wow. wasn't, it's not very long that I got yeah. introduced to him, but it really, it, it, it hit home for me because a lot of the ways I think it, it just clicked. Like yeah. a lot of things I do is not even monetary returns. Nope. It's attention returns. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and every time I learn a new technique, like, you know, I was listening to Gary and, and Tim and Julie, both of them t- said, you want to, you, what you should do is start a podcast. Just yeah. start it out there. And, and so I did not really knowing why I was starting a podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's not until, you know, six months later that I'm like, Oh, every time I talk to somebody, yep. it's 30 minutes of, of content that I can break up into 10, 20, 30 second yep. pieces yep. that I can put out. Yep. That's, oh, every time I talk to somebody, I'm reaching out to, you know, all these things that you learn as you go along, yep. right? You're, you don't, you know, now when people see our, or hear our podcast or see our content, they they see it as a much bigger progress than what it is, I think. Yeah. You know, I mean, the pedestal gets put a little higher than, than I, I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm not, I'm nobody yeah. right. sometimes yeah, yeah. In, in the grand scheme of things. Yep. But the image that we portray and the information that we put out that is genuine and valuable because of little snippets of pieces like like today i i can sit back and say oh dude i'm gonna really have to go through these 30 minutes with jason cassidy because there's pearls of wisdom just raining on every single minute i like this, that pearls stuff, of right? wisdom i mean that's what they are right yeah. or diamonds of wisdom yeah. i like to use diamonds because i, I like they just I said gold yeah gold. <laughs> <laughs> there we go but but understanding that every little piece adds up yeah right and you have to do every little piece you, you have, have to. to go in and grind every little bit of the way there is no get rich quick scheme in this in this business what do we say if you want to get rich quick get rich slow yeah right? and that's the way it works <laughs> that, right? there is you just, no get rich quick scheme. Aside from winning the lotto. Unless you win the lotto and then you can drop a million dollars into Zillow and get clients for today. You know what I mean? There's no get rich quick quick scene. That's the thing. You can, you could even, even if you have money and you buy leads out that that's not the long-term game. Like that'll put some, you're buying leads. Exactly. Leads mean nothing. They're worthless. You paid a lot of money for something you could have got for free. Yep. Yep. Exactly. No, dude, it's amazing. So do you have any idea what you're going to talk about? Yeah. So it's a, it's a panel uh, with speech. So we just did our prep call the other day, actually. So we're, there's four of us on there. The whole entire thing is talking about in, using Instagram to build business through influencers mm-hmm. um, and so what they're what they I think they liked about what I did was I actually have some kind of tactical stuff where I, I did um, some stuff with the broke agent 
whose uh, Instagram account, he's like a meme account, but he also, he, he has like over a hundred thousand followers, mm-hmm. um, real estate, almost exclusively real estate agents that follow him. Cause it's always like meme stuff about real estate business. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And so what I did humor was works. I, humor works, you know? And so, <laughs> you know, you know, a sneak peek of what we're talking about, but basically with him, I reached out to him and I'm like, Hey man, like, uh, you know, I love what you do. Da, da, da. How can I provide value to you? And then I ended up buying a bunch of his t-shirts from his shop because he has a shop mm-hmm. and I did a giveaway in, in return for a shout out on his Instagram. And that day alone that I was doing the giveaway, I had over 700 new followers. Ooh. And so, uh, and so that was a little bit of an insight about using an influencer in the real estate space to grow my following. But then what I did with those 700 followers is I DM'd every one of them that night. And I was oh like, hey, hey, Mark and Boise or whatever it was yeah. like, hey, it's Jason. Thanks for following me. If you ever need anything in San Diego, I'm here for you. If you ever, if I can provide you value, let me know. And of those 700, 250, whatever the number was, wrote back to me and I created a, you know, a, a, conversation. a, a conversation and I saved all of them because everybody has real estate, Instagram business accounts. I saved all of them in my CRM and then now I've got all their contact information. So now I know three people in New York, two people in Miami, two people, you know what I mean? But guess what? Jeez. They all know me in San Diego. Right. And so, you know what I mean? If I have referrals out, I could choose, all right, I've got three people in Chicago. Let's see who I should send this one to. But if they're thinking to San Diego and no one else is doing this they're only going to think about me. listeners did you hear that because i just learned another diamond just dropped them like okay that. look i have been dming every single person that follows right yep, yep what i haven't been doing is getting their contact information correct that is genius yeah. right because your lead follow-up this is your follow-up they this is one of those things that like it, it blows my mind not every conversation is a transactional conversation. No. Not every follow-up call is a transactional follow-up. Pretty call. rarely is it a transactional rarely, conversation. Rarely, right? Actually. It's yeah. mostly uh, we're getting to know each other. I think you're cool. Hey, man, I'm just following up, yep. seeing how you're doing. I mean, very. It, it's it's actual, you know, friendship communication. Correct. Right? And it's and it's real. It's not faking it. I just need to talk to more people. But yes. when I'm talking to them, I'm actually curious about their city and about what they're doing. And yes, this is and this. It's a real conversation. It's just I'm doing it in mass. Right. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm talking to that many. In 2018, I switched my Instagram just a little bit to focus on making more realtor partners because mm-hmm. I saw the ability to make uh, to get referrals to, to San Diego. A lot of people moved to San Diego, military, stuff like that. And so in, I started putting out more Instagram or more real estate related content as opposed to for clients. So I still do that too, but right. I also put out some real estate agent type content where I talk about macro level stuff like Redfin and Zillow mm-hmm. and stuff like that to engage the real estate agents across the country that I that I have a relationship with because I want them to think of me when they have a, a, a need in, in San Diego. I just lost the feed. Um, <laughs> just lost the video feed. There we go. Um, so yeah, I switched to that. So, but so by doing something with the broke agent who has a hundred thousand followers, almost exclusively real estate agents, Mm -hmm. that was a big move for me. Dude, that's huge. Yep. Well, guess what? You're my big move right now. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) Boom. (laughs) No, dude. I mean, again, man, thanks. How are we doing on 29? Okay, cool. That's what I figured. Good. Dude, thanks for being on the, on the podcast. dude. I mean, it totally means a lot for you to like come on our show for us. I mean, just to be able to have that conversation and, and minds click like good i'm on the right track you're helping me personally and at the same time you know i think 
the fact that you're helping me personally means you're helping other people Good. that are going to listen to this podcast. I'm going to chop it up. I'm sure you're going to chop it up. And, <laughs> and yeah. it's, again, diamonds of wisdom being dropped all over this 30 minute segment. Absolutely. We need to do it again. Good. Cause, cause for I, sure. I, I yeah. like After the Gary V uh, talk, we definitely want to link up and uh, I'll give you behind the, the scenes. What, what happened back there? And yeah, like all, exactly, stuff. all right. Exactly. I'm in. I'm down. I'm down. Right, I'm down. Cool. I'm taking when, my videographer out there. Actually, when we're going to vlog that. Uh, we're going to have vlog that whole trip out too. Jose? Yeah. Um, no, a different guy. My, okay. my videographer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Ryan, yeah, yeah. So nice. we're gonna, it'll be, it'll be good though. It'll be good. Two days of content. So yeah, um, when is that next week? It's next Thursday. 17th, right? Thursday the seventeenth. Yeah. Thursday the seventeenth. We, we fly out. It? We fly out on Wednesday. There's a welcome reception on Wednesday night, and then Thursday's the day. Is there gonna be streamed anywhere? No. No. Okay. No. This is gonna be all in there. All but it. you're gonna have a videographer. Is it gonna be on your uh, Instagram? Yep. Afterwards. Yep. Dude, it'll be on IG and Facebook. Everybody yeah. there is gonna be posting it on their stuff. everywhere. I don't yeah. think so you'll have I a problem be, finding yeah, it. Yeah. I will be tuning in Good. on the 17th. Well, 15, 16, 17 to what's going on on your 16, Instagram. 17th. Feed for yeah, sure. you'll see a little bit behind the scenes for so sure. So let me give you the last you couple go. minutes here. Yeah. Uh, plug everything you need to. I mean, you're gonna have people who want to know what's going on too, right? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I mean, everybody can follow me on Instagram. It's my name. It's Jason underscore Cassidy. C a s s i t y pointing down because it's on the screen there you go point down right there and uh you can follow me on instagram just hit me in the dm tell me you saw me on the business bros podcast i would love that and then i'll just be able to reach it back out to you connect um and then yeah that's that's about it i mean we have a team of six here in downtown san diego we work all over the coast and metro san diego so if you have any real estate needs i'd love to help you out but for the most part i just want to connect and meet people so yeah, just follow me down on Instagram. I see you right there. IG, Jason underscore Cassidy. And that's my cell phone number on there too. So you can give me a call or whatever. Shoot me a text. Say what's up. Fantastic. Hey man, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah. For uh, letting us come out here and talk with you for a little while. Really Absolutely. loved it. Learned a lot. A lot of golden nuggets that you put out for everybody. Oh, Boom. Dude, perfect. Yeah, he thank goes you. gold, I go diamond. There we go. Thank All you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you ever need anything, Hernan at csfirst.com, James at csfirst.com, or follow us on our social media feeds at Business Bros Pod. That's all we got for you guys today. Thanks again, Jason. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thanks. Peace. All right. Bye-bye. And I'm out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the Business Bros via email, businessbros at csfirst.com right now, or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show.